0: This is Optimal Living Daily episode 300 on suffering and surfing by Dr. Chris Patty of Appalachian State University with oldpodcast.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome to the 300th episode of OLD, so crazy. We're 65 days away from a year of this podcast. I really can't believe it. And just over 100 episodes ago, I featured a post from my friend since fifth grade, Dr. Chris Patty. He had a post, or an email really, about losing a loved one, so I read that in episode 99. It was written as a helpful letter in response to the loss of a dog, not my dog, but then I lost my cat shortly after that, and so his letter was really applicable to me too. For the 300th episode, I wanted to do something a little different, and he was kind enough to share some more of his thoughts with us, so I'm happy about that. And besides being a best friend of mine for almost 25 years, he's an assistant professor in the Department of Communication, at Appalachian State, and I just caught up with him in the last few hours and had a long conversation, catching up with what's going on in our lives and around our lives, really. Good stuff. And I'm gonna jump right into the post and start optimizing your life. On Suffering and Surfing, by Dr. Chris Patty of Appalachian State University with oldspodcast.com. One thing I know for sure, there is a lot in life we can't control. When I was 14, my dad died of cancer. He was only 39 at the time, and he was one of the most alive, enlightened, and passionate people you could imagine. He was a mix of Indiana Jones and Clark Griswold. I've spent the last 19 years of my life learning to live with his loss, and I've dedicated my life and career to understanding the suffering that is inherent to human life. That's what initially brought me to Buddhist and existential philosophy, and I now consider myself an agnostic Buddhist. The first of the four noble truths of Buddhism is that life entails suffering. The second is that the cause of suffering has to do with how we think about ourselves and the world around us. To me, a perspective that acknowledges the suffering that we all have, whether we're the most privileged or disadvantaged person out there, is one that embraces a radically honest approach to life. Everything falls apart. Even the seemingly eternal sun at the center of our solar system will one day, many millions of years in the future, explode into a red giant and swallow up the earth before collapsing into a white dwarf and eventually burning out. It boggles the mind. Does this sound like a bummer? In my quest to deal with my own and others' suffering, I've learned that our culture teaches us to avoid discomfort at all costs. We find all manner of ways to run from it. We consume, substances or material possessions or media or whatever, in order to temporarily evade, push away, hide from, distract ourselves from, and dull the acuteness of our pain. The irony is, at a deep, intuitive level, we know that doesn't work. The suffering comes back, often in a subtler and more powerful form. Trying to hide from it, dull it, and push it away only adds more anxiety to the equation. Again, bummer, right? The funny thing is, in practicing going towards suffering and holding it in awareness, as Buddhist nun Pema Chodron or Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh teaches, we can actually find a deeper peace with and appreciation of the world and our lives and relationships just as they are and all their ephemeral, tragicomic beauty. You don't have to be Buddhist or existentialist to experience what I'm talking about in your own life. You don't have to be religious or agnostic, an atheist or scientist either. This is the same lesson I've learned from working and writing with Holocaust survivors. For my doctorate, I spent three years having compassionate conversations with Holocaust survivors on the theme of how they and we can deal gracefully with suffering. What emerged from this process was a great respect for human experience and the human spirit when faced with even impossible, incomprehensible situations. The survivors I talked with share with me a wisdom that is found across cultures and throughout history. This is the same wisdom contemporary neuroscientists, psychologists, and medical experts are proving in the research done by organizations like the University of California, Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center, John Kabat-Zinn's program of mindfulness-based stress reduction at the University of Massachusetts Medical School, and the collaboration between the Dalai Lama and researchers of the Mind and Life Institute. So just what is this big wisdom we've all been stumbling upon for thousands of years, this insight that could help us deal with the inherent suffering of our lives? It comes down to learning to surf. Let me explain by sharing a now classic story from a Holocaust survivor you've probably heard of, Viktor Frankl. To me, this story is the heart of his book, Man's Search for Meaning, and it's the best way to explain what I mean. Frankl's story took on new meaning for me this past summer as I traveled to Poland for the first time to witness the death camp at Auschwitz-Birkenau. Franco's book is about his experience in Auschwitz, a suffering so intense, inhumane, horrifying, and unknowable that it seems from another universe. In this worst of human conditions, however, Franco looked up to the sky, through the barbed wire, and saw the white clouds and blue atmosphere above. In this moment, a thought transfixed him. Quote, For the first time in my life, I saw the truth as it's said into song by so many poets, proclaimed as the final wisdom by so many thinkers. I understood how a human who has nothing left in this world still may know bliss, be it only for a brief moment, when his or her only achievement may consist in enduring his or her sufferings in the right way, an honorable way, unquote. This is a moment I come back to again and again in the classes I teach. If Franco could come to this realization even in the worst of human situations, maybe you and I can come to it in the difficulties of our everyday lives? Medical scientist and mindfulness guru, John Kabat-Zinn, famously quotes the yogi, Swami Satchitananda's aphorism, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. This is what Frankl, those I've interviewed, and all these poets, existentialists, Buddhists, and neuroscientists are talking about. The question is, can you make a practice of learning to surf the inevitable waves of your life? Can you practice dealing gracefully with that which you cannot control? Practicing this highest of human arts, the art of suffering, well, is tied to joy and appreciation for our lives and the world around us. Its byproduct is a deep gratitude for this very moment and the possibilities afforded by this present moment, even for those of us struggling with acute difficulties. The best way I've learned to practice surfing the waves of my life is through simple mindfulness meditation. Learning to quite literally come back to my senses in the present moment for even a moment. Meditation is tough. Pausing on purpose is a radical act that goes against the grain of our culture and habitual behavior. Rather than being an escape from our fears, stresses, and suffering, It gets us to notice and non-judgmentally sit with what's actually happening within us and without us at this very moment. One minute a day is a good place to start. Now's a good time and it's always with us. Take a seat, breathe in. Bring as much awareness as you can to the feeling of breathing out. Notice how you feel. Notice what's going on around you. When a thought comes up, good, bad, or neutral, notice that too. When you drift off, no problem. Notice that and come back to the breath in the present moment. This is the practice. See for yourself if it doesn't help change your attitude toward what is happening in your life. What I know for sure is there are a lot of things we can't control. Existential freedom is realizing that no matter our external circumstances, we can control our attitude toward what is happening. When we do, like Frankel, no one and nothing can mess with us, and that's real freedom. While I wish my father hadn't died, I've learned to appreciate what his death has taught me and how it has connected me to others who suffer. Compassion, after all, means to suffer with. This is the best lesson I've learned. It gives me a profound appreciation for life, for those around me, for loving and being loved, even when things are tough and transient. Life is all the more precious for it. What a miracle it is that we're here at all. Learning to surf is a lifelong practice. The waves keep coming, so I hope you'll paddle out with me. All it takes is the intention to do so, and it's a beautiful way to live. You just listened to the post titled On Suffering and Surfing by Dr. Chris Patty of Appalachian State University with oldpodcast.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors, plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month. Like John kabat zinns he's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com/old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com/old. masterclass.com/old. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. And he's been kind enough to share his email if you have any questions or need advice about something. I can't recommend him enough as a mentor and support system. You can reach him at pattycj@appstate.edu, at appstate.edu, and Patty is spelled P-A-T-T-I. You can just Google him too, Chris Patty, C-H-R-I-S, P-A-T-T-I. And I'll have this post up at oldpodcast.com with some helpful links too if you wanna dive into this topic a little more. Just visit oldpodcast.com slash 300 and I'll take you straight to this post. And while you're there, if you want to show some support enjoy my weekly newsletter, I'd greatly appreciate it. You'll get some spreadsheets from me, video tutorial, and a weekly email with what's going on in my life, some life tips, and usually a picture of some sort. I'll try to find one of me and Chris from back in the day if I can and include that in the email going out in the next day or two. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you for listening. Special thanks if you listen to all 300 episodes. That's amazing if you have. And here's to another 300. I'll see you in episode 301 tomorrow for your optimal life